Sermon 43, Commentary on the Gospel of Luke, Sermons 39-46, through 46, by Cyril of Alexandria. Translated by R. Payne Smith. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Sermon 43, 8.22-25 But it came to pass on a certain day that he went into a ship with his disciples, and he said unto them, let us go over to the other side of the lake and they went but as they were sailing he fell asleep and there came down a storm of wind upon the lake and the ship was filled and they were in danger and they drew near and awoke him saying master master we perish then he arose and rebuked the winds and the raging of the waters and they were still and there was a great calm. But he said to them, Where is your faith? And they were afraid, and wondered among themselves, saying, Who then is this, that he commandeth even the winds and waters, and they obey him? Once again draw near, that as with the psalmist harp we may cry aloud, I will bless the Lord at all times and at all times shall his praise be in my mouth. For he ever doeth wonderful things, and giveth occasions thick and closely pressing upon one another for his praise, and every word falls short of his power, and of his majesty far exalted above all. For true it is that the glory of the Lord covereth over the word. But we must not on this account forget the glory that is his due and fitting right, but rather must hasten joyfully to offer such fruits as are proportionate to our power. For certainly there is nothing whatsoever that a man can affirm to be better than praise, even though it be but little that we can offer. Come, therefore, and let us praise Christ the Saviour of all. Let us behold the supremacy of his might and the majesty of his godlike dominion. For he was sailing, together with the holy apostles, across the sea, or rather lake of Tiberias, and an unexpected and violent tempest arose upon the vessel, and the waves, piled up high by the gusts of the winds, filled the disciples with the fear of death for they were terrified not a little, although well acquainted with seamanship, and by no means inexperienced in the tumults of the waves. But inasmuch as the greatness of the danger made their terror now unendurable, as having no other hope of safety except him only who is the Lord of powers, even Christ, they arouse him, saying, master master save us we perish for the evangelist says that he was asleep with most wise purpose as it seems to me was this also done for some one i imagine may say why did he fall asleep at all to which we reply that the event was so arranged as to be good and profitable for that they might not ask aid of him immediately when the tempest began to dash upon the ship, but when, so to speak, the evil was at its height, and the terrors of death were troubling the disciples, 
that so the might of his godlike sovereignty might be more manifest in calming the raging sea and rebuking the savage blasts of the wind and changing the tempest to a calm and that the event might thus become a means of improvement to them that were sailing with him he purposely fell asleep but they as i said wake him saying save me we perish see here i pray smallness of faith united with faith for they believe that he can save and deliver from all evil those who call upon him for had they not so far had a firm faith in him they certainly would not have asked this of him and yet as having but little faith they say save me we perish for it was not a thing possible or that could happen for them to perish when they were with him who is almighty the vessel then was severely tossed by the violence of the tempest and the breaking of the waves and along with the ship the faith of the disciples also was tossed so to speak by similar agitations but christ whose authority extends over all immediately arose and at once appeased the storm restrained the blasts of wind quieted their fear and yet further proved by deeds that he is god at whom all created things tremble and quake and to whose nods is subject the very nature of the elements for he rebuked the tempest and matthew says that the manner of the rebuke was with godlike authority for he tells us that our lord said to the sea peace be thou still what can there be more grand than this in majesty or what can equal its sublimity right worthy of god is the word and the might of the commandment so that we too may utter the praise written in the book of psalms thou rulest the power of the sea and stillest the turbulence of its waves he too has himself said somewhere by one of the holy prophets why fear ye not me saith the lord nor tremble at my presence i who have set the sand as the bound of the sea a commandment for ever and it hath not passed it for the sea is subject to the will of him who made all creation and is as it were placed under the creator's feet varying its motions at all times according to his good pleasure and yielding submission to his lordly will when therefore christ had calmed the tempest he also changed into confidence the faith of the holy disciples which had been shaken along with the ship no longer permitting it to be in doubt and wrought in them so to say a calm smoothing the waves of their weak faith for he said where is your faith another evangelist however affirms of him that he said why are ye fearful o ye of little faith for when the fear of death unexpectedly befalls it troubles sometimes even a well-established mind and exposes it to the blame of littleness of faith and such also is the effect of any other trouble too great to bear upon those who are tried by it for this reason there once drew near certain unto christ 
and said, Increase our faith. For the man who is still exposed to blame for littleness of faith falls short of him who is perfect in faith. For just as gold is tried in the fire, so also is faith by temptations. But the mind of man is weak, and altogether in need of strength and help from above, in order that it may be well with him, and that he may be able to maintain a steadfast course, and be strong, manfully to endure whatsoever befall. And this our Saviour taught us, saying, Without me ye can do nothing. And the wise Paul also confesses the same, where he writes, I am able to do all things through Christ that strengtheneth me. The Saviour therefore wrought miracles, changing by his all-prevailing nod the tempest into a calm, and smoothing the raging storm into a settled peace. But the disciples, wondering at the divine sign, whispered one to another, saying, who then is this, that he commands even the winds and the waters, and they obey him? Did the blessed disciples then thus say to one another, Who is this, from not knowing him? But how is not this utterly incredible? For they knew Jesus to be God and the Son of God. For also Nathanael plainly confessed, Rabbi, thou art the Son of God, thou art the king of israel yes and peter too that chosen one of all the apostles when they were in the neighborhood of caesarea philippi and christ put a question to them all and said whom do men say that the son of man is and certain had answered some indeed elias but others jeremiah or one of the prophets made a correct and blameless confession of faith in him, saying, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Christ praised him for thus speaking, honored him with crowns, and counted the disciple worthy of surpassing honors. For he said, Blessed art thou, Simon, son of Jonah, for flesh and blood hath not revealed it to thee, but my father in heaven and how could peter who was taught of god not know him whom he plainly said was the son of the living god it was not then as being ignorant of his glory that the wise disciples say who is this but rather as wondering at the immensity of his power and at the lofty and incomparable greatness of his sovereignty for the wretched Jews, either as being entirely ignorant of the mystery of Christ, or as not deigning him, in their great wickedness, any regard, rebuked him, and threw stones at him, when he called God his Father. For they ventured even to say, Why dost thou, being a man, make thyself God? For they did not comprehend in their mind the depth of the mystery. God was in visible form like unto us. The Lord of all bore the likeness of a slave. He who is high exalted was in lowliness. And he who surpasses all intellectual comprehension and transcends every created being 
was in the measure of us men and as the disciples knew this they wonder at the glory of the godhead and as they view it present in christ and yet see that he was like unto us and visible in the flesh they say who is this instead of how great he is and of what nature and with how great power and authority and majesty he commands even the waters and the wind and they obey him there is also in this much for the admiration and improvement of those who hear for creation is obedient to whatsoever christ chooses to command and what excuse can avail us if we do not submit to do the same or can deliver from the fire and condemnation him who is disobedient and untractable setting up so to speak the neck of his haughty mind against christ's commands and whose heart it is impossible to soften it is our duty therefore understanding that all those things that have been brought into existence by god entirely agree with his will ourselves to become like the rest of creation and avoid disobedience as a thing that leads to perdition let us rather then submit to him who summons us to salvation and to the desire of living uprightly and lawfully that is evangelically for so christ will fill us with the gifts that come from above and from himself by whom and with whom to god the father be praise and dominion with the holy ghost for ever and ever amen end of sermon forty three